last day of a year that manipulated new fear. It's Rhyming Reason 615. Hey there, Tony here. And as I record this, and maybe even as you're listening to it, it's the last day of 2020. It's finally here. And it has been one of the strangest and certainly the stupidest years in my life. And that's saying something, considering the decades that I've accumulated. I wish that I could say it surprised me, but the only part of it that really truly surprised me was the level of fear and how easily it could be manipulated right here, even in good old America. I mean, you expect the rest of the namby-pamby world. Oh, sorry. (laughs) People listening in the other parts of the world. You're going, ah, wait, he just called us namby-pamby. We are coming there so fast, man. We are going to take your namby-pamby. Never mind. Okay. Let's get back to the point here. Um, You know, this is happening even in America. Fear. Fear on a level uh, that is, it's just, like I said, boggles the mind. So... Uh, I like to look at this year, you know, the last day of the year as an ending date, but it's not an end. In some ways, I like to look at it that way. In other ways, I don't like to look at it that way. In fact, 2020 seems to point to a new beginning, a, a beginning of the end, but not the exact beginning, because that started really during the foundation of America. Our founding fathers, and I know this is going to sound like political blasphemy to Republicans and Democrats alike, but our founding fathers, they were brilliant men, but they weren't infallible. I mean, not by any stretch of your imagination. So they built a government that was actually doomed to fail, doomed to go exactly where it has gone to this point we're in right now. The way they designed government, the the way it turned out, are connected. The way they designed it and where we are now, it's connected. It's not like they designed something great and and couldn't be broken and somehow or another we changed it all and broke it. No. The current people living here in America have done basically what they set up to happen. They didn't know that and they weren't doing it on purpose, but they were compromised. But I'm, I'm not going to go into that whole history of America's roots because really what I'd like to focus on for a minute or two is the beginning of the end part again. Master plans and incidents Faster man, more accidents What does this song mean? Could be soil and green Charlie Carr
of elected so-called officials discover that they can manipulate the entire population of a country with an invisible germ, it's really just a matter of a few steps until that manipulation becomes control. And when control freaks, also known as elected officials, when they get control, they rarely give it up. And I'm talking about throughout human history This has been found to be true. America is not immune to that. In fact, those control freaks typically double down on their control when they're confronted with even the strongest, clearest evidence 
against their positions. Everybody said it really couldn't be done to talk about the Father and the Spirit and the Son in any public places where unbelievers go because they don't want to listen and they don't want to know. But one little group decided that was wrong and they began to move and sing a different song for absolute truth and even personhood. I'm talking about the little church it could They might be called a pest They wouldn't let a basket cover up their light They urged the fallen world to flee the empty night And looking to the Lord for the confidence to cope and Keeping their momentum with a message of hope A little band of ne'er-do-wells accomplishing good I'm talking about the little church that could rising up and fighting off that stranglehold of control. What does that? I mean, how could millions and millions of people not band together and fight it all off? What keeps them down? Fear. And in this case, like I said, fear of an invisible germ. Can't even see it. I mean, I get it. I understand germs can be deadly. But you know what? That didn't start in 2020. There have been deadly germs since the first or second generation of human beings. Probably you just should say all the way back to Adam and Eve, the first generation. But when America used to operate more from a, a powerful position of logic and reason, citizens understood their responsibility to step up and not give in to fear. And I freely admit there are still plenty of Americans with that kind of Backbone. I follow a lot of them on social media on purpose because I like knowing that they're out there. And I hope they like knowing that I'm out there and here. But, you know, they do give in to fear now. But even a a socialist president from our past understood it. What? A socialist president? Yeah, a socialist president. And we've had more than one, by the way. And we have one now. So, you know deal with that. But anyway, Franklin Roosevelt 
famously said during one of his inaugural speeches, The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Now, that's the famous part. You know, a lot of people have heard that part. But his description of fear that followed that part right in the exact same speech, and it was right behind that part he just said, is even more relevant to what America's fear is like now. Roosevelt said that fear was, and it is, uh, well, I'll just read that. I'll read the first part again and add the second part that goes right along with it. He said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, a nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. Now, I don't claim to be a Roosevelt impressionist, you know, I impersonator, whatever you want to call it. I, I don't do a Roosevelt. So that wasn't what I was trying to do. Just trying to get the point across. You see that? He talked about fear being a nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror and how it paralyzes needed efforts to con- convert retreat into advance. And do you see anybody really talking about that who has some sort of uh, capability to do that nationally? Uh, yeah, sort of. I give Trump credit on that. President Trump does seem to kind of want to do that. And there are certain governors in different states that uh, they seem to want to do that. I happen to live in Colorado where the governor is... Um, He's a guy who likes other guys, and that's not cool. And so that right away shows that he has no backbone and he has no sense of how to do a right and wrong decision, to make a right decision in a crisis situation. Crises? Crisis situation. Crises, that's the plural of crisis. Never mind. All right, so we have a lot of those governments. Governments. Oh, my goodness, I can't talk. We have a lot of those governors in different states, and they're tyrannical, and they're control freaks, and they have decided that this germ is going to be an invisible, unreasoning, unjustified terror that they're willing to give in to. But my recommendation as this year ends is that you don't let that invisible, unreasoning, unjustified terror paralyze you. And that terror I'm talking about is the germ and the people who are using it as a tool to manipulate your fear or fear into you. And don't let it stop your efforts to advance toward those who would prefer to usher in tyranny. Go toward them and don't let it stop you from saying, my rights were given to me by God, and no person can ever or will ever justifiably take them away. If you follow my recommendation, I can almost guarantee you won't be popular among your friends and neighbors. But I can also guarantee you'll store up treasures in heaven that none of those people can ever take away again. And I'd like to share a song here for you called Say Yeah that talks about this and I wrote about this many moons ago and this song still is true for today Say Yeah I'll be right back 
Okay, I realize a lot of this uh, message didn't sound particularly happy, but I do hope you have a blessed, happy, and healthy new year in 2021. In fact, 2021 and every year for the rest of your life. I hope it's that way. Here's something that I used to start out the first day of this year, and I think it still applies to this last day, and it's a little something I call alliteration translation. Fill the feelings fuller, make the moments matter. Steal the silent seconds, cheat the childish chatter. Be the better beacon or the obligato. Reconcile to reason, mindfulness the motto. Upbeat understanding tethers this translation. Welcome words of wisdom in imagination. Until next time, this is Tony from TonyFunderberg.com reminding you that life does have rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a-